All right. I guess I should. Oh, wait, we're going to do this again, I guess. We'll stop that real quick. <laughs> welcome, welcome to a shirtless edition of the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Megan. Um, oh, I'm not no. shirtless. No, <laughs> I don't know if anyone on the podcast believes that. Louis, I, Louis. I didn't know this was going to be a thing. I, I don't understand why. Actually. It's, on the, it's on the show so. sheet. It's Nick Jonas's birthday. <laughs> it is Nick Jonas's birthday. We're going to go is shirtless that, for Jonas. Is that a thing people are doing? No, no, just us. Like no, a- just us. No, just us. no. Oh. It's our second anniversary. Louis said we should wear our birthday suits. Yeah. Okay. So we should we should say it's our birthday. It's our second. It's our second birthday, right? Second birthday. Yeah. It's yeah. Be the anniversary birthday of our birth. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not if that. If anyone, if anyone listen to day one. Burn. Yeah, yeah, I get it. If anyone listening, listen to day one. Um, the show is not at all what Mike and I envisioned, and uh, we didn't have mics. We just Megan ruined it. And I'm sorry. Um, what do you mean? Is that what you envisioned? <laughs> we thought we were going to talk about bourbon like 70 percent of the time. We really did. Uh, like bourbon cigars, a little yeah, more, right, the, yeah, yeah, uh, the, yeah, a right, little bit really, more of the the lifestyle type stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We thought that was going to be way heavier part of the show, and then it just kind yeah. of didn't turn into that. And so um, I also think we had no freaking idea that we'd still be doing this two years later, and that um, I don't know about like, that. Any iteration. Oh, okay. All right. Good. I'm glad yeah. you feel that way. Um, or that it would at all look like it does and that someone like Megan would even want to be part of it. So there you go. Here I am. What do you, what do you mean by <laughs> someone like Megan? <laughs> Megan's a human just like us. She's what just a person. She's a person just like us. A person, a person with a shirt on. A person <laughs> with a shirt on. I mean, there's a major distinction. <laughs> it is different. You are You are the outlier. That is true. You are. Yeah, that's that's true. That's the word we're going to use. <laughs> but are you wearing pants? See, that's what we I want to you know. to know that uh, horse racing KK just said, "Is Louis shirtless?" Question mark. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. I am. I'm, I'm right glad that it's only that, that said, Louis. I said, I said, unfortunately, <laughs> and he said, "Oh my." <laughs> Birthday suit. Let's go. Listen, I don't know what the big deal is. I don't know what's oh. going on. Listen, all I know, Louis goes to Disney World. And this was, this. This, he comes back, and this is what it's all about. Louis goes to Did Disney World. Did you lose World. your clothes in Florida? Did you I don't lose know your shirt? Anyone's business besides mine. But the um, so Disney. What? Do people like Disney? Is that like I like Disney? Uh, do you question? Do people like no, Disney? You people, like after you a certain people. age? I oh. mean, people do like Disney because they sell a shit ton of tickets. Not really. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explosive with the shit show here. But no. I just so. I went on seven straight <laughs> rides the other day for movies I haven't seen. That's what I discovered about myself. I don't know anything about the mythology of Disney, so I was the wrong person to drop a grand on to go to Disney. Like I just wasn't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't it. Did you all stay in the Magic Kingdom, or did you go to the other parks too? We stayed um, at Old Key West, which is on property there. We had an apartment, yep. and uh, it was very nice. The apartment was dope. It was great. Yeah. Um, and then we ate. A very nice meal at their like French Italian rustic thing, Topolino, I think it's called. Um, mm-hmm. Did that top of the uh, top of their French Riviera uh, hotel there, and then uh, otherwise, man, I was not like I was not the target market. Um, All right, did you? Okay. Did you? Which parks did you go to? Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, the the Hollywood Studios. Yep. Did you go on the uh, Toy Story ride in the Hollywood Studios? Because oh yeah, that thing's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you no, they the... had like. Three roller coasters that I actually enjoyed. That's then, actually the Hollywood Studios, by the way, is the best park out of all of them. I, for me, it was not close the best. And yeah. then, um, but my daughter got to do like Cinderella's Castle at Magic. I Kingdom like the animal one. 
Right, Animal it. Kingdom. Did yeah. you feel up a princess? Did I feel up a princess? Yeah. No, it's COVID. They don't get close to you. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the level of creepiness right now between the no shirts and the did you feel up a princess? I just I don't know if I can hang. There isn't enough bourbon in this house. By the way, Louie and I are drinking a bourbon that no one else has right now. That this is the only people in the world that could be drinking this bourbon right now is Louie and I. Really? A yep. lot of anniversaries going on. So yeah, has not even ago, been released to the public yet. A couple weeks ago, anniversaries or birthday. Anniversary. This is anniversary. Okay. My wife just turned forty this month. There you go. And then Mike's she company is great. about to, yeah, she's balling. Um, Your wife looks like twenty-two. And no, I know. She's, no, she's yeah. no, she's not. We get it. Yeah, and um, yeah, uh, I do not look twenty-two. Uh, that's a thing. And um, <laughs> settle down, Megan. And uh, but no, Mike's uh, company is about to turn ten years old, which is ten years old. Yeah. And uh, so wow. Mike had a, a barrel pick, uh, ten year for his company. So this uh, is the preview of it. Well, so we, we helped pick it. it Louis helped go pick. to that pick. That's true. Yeah, Louis helped us select the bar the barrel that we we did. And is Louis shirtless? <laughs> That was it. Oh, Kevin, yeah. how are you? Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. Poor. right now. He's at Churchill Downs right now, flipping through Twitter. And he's like, what 100%. the He is goes, Louis wow, there's a lot going on when I refresh my Twitter account. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> to put it lightly, oh, yes. Oh, hey, Horse Racing KK, we are for hire. So if you want to bring us to Churchill Downs. <laughs> I'll be there Saturday night. Figure something out. Oh, I don't think it was so. a Twilight Thursday they envisioned, but here we are. So. <laughs> the moon, we can have a moon show. You know, that's all right. We go. can do that. Yeah, um, yeah, so I do like Disney, by the way. Uh, even sure. though, you know, did you? All right, here's the number one question because you know I'm a Star Wars nerd. Did you oh, go yeah. to the Star Wars stuff? Of course I did. Yeah. No, the, so here's what. So I've seen those movies once. And what was better to me was just how they built the actual surroundings, like the rock formations and the, the actual ships that are in there and all that stuff is really massively impressive. The rides are very not impressive. The the Star Wars rides. Right. But if you are sucked into the mythology of them, then I imagine they're a lot better than they are for someone like me who's not sucked into the mythology. So it's I just need to lose enough weight so I can fit back into my Jedi costume before I go. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Megan thinks I'm joking. So <laughs> no, I, no, she don't, <laughs> I don't think you're joking at all. Oh, uh, so uh, Megan, how you're almost you're almost married. Megan called me today with a wedding planning thing at her wedding's 18 days from now. <laughs> 18 days. Was I was great. fine until we hit the teens. And now I'm not fine. Why? Are you Bradzilla? <laughs> no, I'm just so stressed. Yeah. Like I said, it turns out doing a wedding at your own home is not easier. <laughs> no, no, probably not at all. So, uh huh. I found out. So, yeah. Do you know who cleans so up your that. shit when you're not at your house? Someone else. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. I'm like, we're planning to like deuce out after the reception's over. I'm like, who's going to take care of all of this stuff? <laughs> the animals. When I'm not. The animals there. are like looking around like, it's a goat. Wait a minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah i don't know i don't know what's going on are you gonna have a is there gonna be a goat who walks you down the aisle or anything like that are we gonna do are you gonna no. go on the back of a goat back of a horse no just no no, no. absolutely no horseback no? All right. activities be so happening then i have been to too many weddings where it just doesn't go as planned 
even if you are oh, like like you've been at weddings with already done the horse thing oh yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah, something yeah. Bucks. So, oh yeah no that's real right no i just even if it's like the best behaved horse there's too much happening there and i just and also i paid like a lot of money for that white dress i don't need to be getting on <laughs> a dirty animal so so I sorry, Cur- sorry curtis <laughs> you, are, uh, you are wearing white be wearing the dress at that point but <laughs> Um, all right, so we had a uh, Kentucky Downs meet that is in the rearview mirror. Uh, anybody have any major takeaways from Kentucky Downs? People, well, didn't they love beat their yeah, yeah, their all time handle People like two days meet. before the two meet ended? Early. You know, like and they still had so much time to go, and they're like, well, whatever. Um, so that was awesome. I mean, it's 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 grown exponentially. I haven't been back there in five years and even just like the facilities are significantly better than they used to be. Um, and a lot of the other technical things. Do they get more dates? Do they deserve more dates? I don't know. I think it's hard to work out the schedule. I think you ruin the novelty of it. And I think you also really ruin the purses if you give them more dates. Right. I mean, that's really Mm. where you might lose some of the quality if those million dollar races become $700,000 races or whatever it might be. I mean, you really, I think you need to be careful with that model because it works so well as it is that I don't right. know that you want to mess with it because essentially what they figured out this year was first two days, one lane, next two days, another lane, the last two days, a third lane. And they just kind of move the horses across the track. And I, I don't know that you want to play with that because I, I mean, yeah. I'm told like essentially they mow the thing two weeks before the meet for the first time all year. <laughs> and then, like, well, I will it. say uh, that was the one thing I was very disappointed in though, is that I was stepping on the track myself and granted I was on the, you know, outside of the turf course, but the, the turf itself was so hard. It was right. like pavement. And I actually think, I mean, there were that the day that I went, uh, Brendan Walsh's horses pulled up. I forget which one it was. Um, one of the, bigger races but you know i think there's a lot of horses that are going to come out of that and take a while to come back from that because it was so unless you were on like the very inside lane i mean it was like two maybe three paths were a good you know soft ish surface and the rest of it i mean if you were a horse that needed any kind of give to the ground Mm. you could not i mean you needed to be like it was straight pavement you know, for that reason, I was kind of laughing. People were worried about the rain the first day. And I was like, no, they're probably okay. <laughs> like, it's probably they, I actually don't think they watered that course enough at all okay. for at least when I stepped on it. So yeah, I, I think that yet. was really disappointing. <laughs> really? Huh? I can't believe we don't have any comments yet. Like, seriously. <laughs> Between the I mean, like, it's us that's the... shirtless, not Megan. That's why there are no comments. What do you <sighs> disappointed. I, I, listen, I used to be a runway model. I don't even want to hear it. I did that on the Barstool. Yeah. <laughs> um, once. All right. So uh, you know who did add dates, by the way? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Who? I don't know. The Greeks? No. Eight trees? Is that what you're talking about? What? Indiana Grand added dates. Oh, they did add dates. Oh, yeah? yeah. November now. They yeah. added another four dates to their racing cool. season. So 123 dates total or something like that. And, yeah. uh, you know, Eric and all the crew up there just absolutely killing it, giving a great experience. So congratulations to them. Um, I need to go to bat for me. Uh, Rachel wants me to come up and do the all quarter horse day on October 14th. You know, you want to do that. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah you're, those ponies right, dream. Right. Yeah. We got to keep that. We got to make sure that the uh, cameras waste up on that. Ponies. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm very, 
I'm very good at the bring the laptop, <sighs> sit at the desk, cover the girth, only see the face and the shoulders thing at Indiana Grand, hundred percent. Yeah, no, no, I, I know my, I know my limitations. I'm not stupid. So the, uh, yeah, I, you know, and I'm, I was doing, I was looking at the, some of the handicapping for this thing today, and uh, just a lot of this, the two year olds, you know, coming out of Indiana Grand and stuff like that, and just uh, some oh, yeah. really good, respectable horses, and so. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about some of those when we get to. I think you're right, Mike. The that there's been a, a culture change that you can break your maiden at Ellis or at Indiana and go on to a graded stakes type career. We see that with major horses like Sheeters, the Devil, that kind of stuff. But you know, it, you're mm -hmm. right. That's changed, except especially in the last three, four years. Yeah, for sure. So Churchill Downs is opening today. They're unveiling the statue of John Asher, and uh, are they doing a Matt Wynn statue as well? Did I see that? Or? They're next to each other, and they're they're yeah. chatting essentially. Yeah. Chatting, they're okay. talking. Uh, which John Asher statue is so awesome, and uh, so maybe we'll have a, a normal derby um, now that there's a John <laughs> Asher, Asher star, uh, statue. Uh, we well, have not had a normal. Hope. Yeah, um, and then uh, you know, I, what do you all feel about the? the Louisville basketball thing doing going out Churchill Downs on, on Didn't Saturday. Did we talk about this already? Megan and I talked about this on the V show. Okay. Uh, I wasn't there. Weeks ago. No, it's all right. And, um, yeah. and we're going to be on the V show on Monday, by the way, Louie, you and I are going to be there. We haven't confirmed Megan yet, but I just assume with Megan's, uh, <laughs> 14 days from when to get that point that we won't, she be was asked. I'm, I'm, were I'm asked. checked out. Yeah, okay. I was asked. I <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, yeah. I would like to. It's not. It's not feasible for me. I think we're going to have you call in to do the V stakes, though. Is that all right? Sure, okay, that great. I can handle. Yeah. All right. And uh, and so um, I, Megan and I talked about it, and was, I is I Rachel was, busy? Oh, I just want to talk to Megan. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just messing with her. Yeah, yeah. She will yeah. be shirtless for that call. So the this is such a fun <laughs> show for me. <laughs> so the. I went straight to Megan with the question, like, what do you think about this giant stage being next to the paddock? Like, how do you feel about that? Like, from the horse side, everyone's thinking about it from the basketball side and the 35th anniversary and blah, 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 and like all that stuff. And I went straight to Megan. She goes, wait a minute, they're doing what now? <laughs> and so um, I guess it's not terribly different from what they do on Thursdays where there's a band. Well, yeah, and, the band. Fridays exactly. in the past. They've done it Fridays in the past. Too, yeah. They've had the right. big stage and live music right. and DJs and all this other stuff. and. Yeah, I don't know why someone would find it to be a bad idea. Why do you think it's a bad idea other than you don't like U of L, Mike? Well, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't like <laughs> U of L. I mean, I just don't know. Like, uh, number one, if Churchill's recommitting to making the Saturday night racing a thing, and and we're bringing it back to, with the where it's accessible to everybody, there's going to be something for everyone out there. Then I'm all for it. You know, okay. if it the I loved those old school Saturday night racings, the first couple ones, the jazz band was up on the fourth floor mm -hmm. and then the DJ was in the paddock and right. whatever crowd you were, you were going to go find what you wanted to and everybody's going to have a good time. And uh, and you could bet on some horses at the same time. Um, you know, if we're just going to bring in a bunch of people who are going to uh, th there's nothing to add to the Churchill crowd by having the Louisville basketball stuff there. All you're going to do is add people who want to go to the see the Louisville basketball thing. He will never, you know, maybe a couple of them will bet, you know, maybe not, but most of them are going to be there for the Louisville basketball thing and they're going to check out. So, hmm. okay. That's, that's, I don't know. I disagree oh, I because I think, I mean, I think you have to find ways to, to try to get people in the door and give them the experience. Well, then they know? would have done the Kentucky and basketball I team. I mean, if they wanted to bring people in the door. Oh, I mean. that's where this is going. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. You walk the door. That's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah 
I don't know. I think it's, why not? Right. I mean, it's such a, this town is pretty much those two things. It's horses and basketball. So why not combine them and try to get people in the door and, you know, maybe siphon some, some future fans from there, hopefully. Um, I think it's just a matter of like, of, of, and hopefully, hopefully tracks are, are kind of learning that and creating, you know, facilitating more ways for it to happen. But you have to get people in the door, yes, but you also have to tell them and teach them what to do when they're there. And that's where we fall short. We're like, oh, this is a great idea. We're going to get people in the door. And we do. But then we get them there. We're like, okay, now, now bet. And they're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Right, right. And so there's that, that, that step in between, I think, where we have to figure out a way to bridge the gap because I just don't think we do a great job of that. I mean, Keeneland does a good job, I guess, with their like bedologists that they have and, you know, a few other programs that tracks have tried to employ, but without that kind of tactic, I think it falls short. And so, and I'm, and I'm just want to make sure, because I don't know what Churchill's, uh, I mean, I don't know what they have planned either. So I shouldn't say, you know, know. I'm not saying it's not going to be a good thing. Will will Churchill be selling Crown Royal or I mean how is that uh gonna work? I mean, because I don't do you have to have right. a line beard to get in, is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah, is that yeah, I mean, okay. right. um, do you have to wear a flat bill to get in? Crushed velvet uh <laughs> tracksuit. The uh, I just don't know, like uh at the same time, like who needs who needs who more in this situation? Does Louisville need Churchill more? Or does Churchill need Louisville more? Yes. I, I think Ooh. it's actually very much mutually beneficial. And I think at a time when Louisville basketball needs some reconciliation with players from previous generations. This is a chance to get them at an event that isn't on campus and they might be more mm-hmm. comfortable being at that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I think it's mutually beneficial because if you're right, kinda... 5,000 people show up for the basketball, that's 5,000 tickets. They weren't going to sell. It's a lot of people. I kinda, right. I kinda think it was kind of cool when they did it at four street live, to be honest with you. I think it's very cool, but I think yeah. if you do that all the time, it loses some of the luster. Yeah, maybe that's true. So, all right, but uh, hopefully, you know, it's a, it's a good event and well-attended. And The weather uh, looks insane, I, so hopefully, yeah, everybody's out there, yeah. I do think Chris Mack gets treated unfairly. I will go on record of saying that. We can talk more about that on Monday when we're doing a sports show, Louis. We'll have to we do want that, to. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank so, you for calling about that, too. Yeah, you know, let us know about what you think <laughs> of Chris Mack. Uh-huh. Oh, do you, there know, was who Chris, great do you know who Chris Mack is? Yeah, he's a, he's a guy in the basketball thing. Boom. All right, he's the guy on the basketball thing. There we go. We're at we're at Standard Club doing the V show, and Patty Ice is producing. He does this whole soliloquy about Scott Satterfield flirting with South Carolina, and he does this whole thing, which is ready, ridiculous, too. By the way, I don't. And he's I'm, he's ready to throw to Megan, right? Yeah. And Megan, Megan, hardcore deer headlights look straight at my face, and I just looked at her and I said. I got. I whispered. I got it. I got it. And I went. I like how you just threw me under the bus. It's fine. I thought that was like our little thing. But oh, it's is it okay. a secret? Now? Not for the no, podcast. I mean, it was, but it's fine. You know, <laughs> there we go. All right, never mind. I That's definitely thought he was talking about football, or no? no you, basketball. Football? you thought football. it was about basketball. Okay. It was about yeah. football. I thought yeah, it was yeah. about basketball, right? Because there was also a South Carolina thing, and so I was like ready. Yeah. to form an answer for that and then i definitely was not on the right sport you know so yeah. like, so this is gonna go well for me and i'm like megan has an answer it's not for this question though we need to like, do something else yeah right yeah yeah oh man yeah i don't know like uh i think scott satterfield got treated kind of unfairly on that too i mean louisville fans are all upset because like john l smith did it like Oh, no, in the background and wasn't upfront about it and whatever else. And here you get a coach who says, listen, you know, uh, South Carolina is close to where my parents live. I need to at least listen to what they have to say. And then right. they're like, screw you. Like, I mean, it, it was, it's so ridiculous. A half, $4 a year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's so, it's so ridiculous. I mean, 
it's just, you know, I don't know. Anyway, we're this is not the sports show. This is not the right show for that. Let's do some handicapping. How about that? All right, we're going to go Churchill Downs Saturday. The first race, the first stakes race of the day is race three. It is not only a stakes race, it's a list of stakes race, but it has got some major horses in there. So this is race three. It is a $300,000 race, a six furlong sprint. No, don't forget, all the races at Churchill Downs will be on the dirt because they have no turf course right now. Uh, this mm-hmm. is for Phillies and Bears, three-year-olds and up. It is the open mind stakes. And we've, we're have we going to see Bell's the one in Wisconsin in this race. And, Megan, is there anybody who can challenge either one of them in this race or is it just basically the match race between Sconson and Bell's the one? Um, you know, I'm interested in Monday call <clears throat> the one horse for Brad Cox a little bit. I, I don't like the fact that the, pretty much the only time that she ran without Lasix, uh, she finished fifth and she's beaten three legs there. It was still, I think a pretty good effort by her, but it was the grade one Madison and she was coming off the layoff. So I don't know if it was, the you know lack of Lasix, or if it was those other various factors, and that was a pretty tough race too. Kamari um, won that one. Belza won was in there as well, but um, but I think Monday Call is probably sitting on a pretty big effort. That was the first race of her 2021 campaign. She came back, she finished second at Lone Star in a pretty good effort, and then she finished first in the Clarksville at Indiana. So it, it feels like this is a horse on an upward trajectory. I just don't know, you know, if she's going to be able to to turn the tables on Wisconsin once again, which she already did in the Audubon Oaks, you know, and won by seven that day. And Wisconsin was nowhere to be found in that field. So I, I think if there was another horse that you wanted to throw in there, for me, it's it's the one. But I think I, I just love Bell's the one. So I'm, I'm going that way. Louis? I agree that Bell's the one is on top. By the way, when we get done capping, I want us to come up with a nickname for Churchill Downs while it doesn't have a turf course. I have some ideas. We'll get to that. Um, All right. Okay. I do think I do think the two classiest are the ones we mentioned, Bells One and Scottson. I think that Bells One is classier. Megan and I disagree on the third horse. I think Eight No Elmers is the is the third horse here, uh, and uh, one over this track in 108 in a six furlong race at this track in June. If if Biscuit can get that horse to go 108, she can absolutely win. Yeah, I get it. It's a different class. It's a different company. Um, that always matters in these kinds of situations. But if she can do, if she can replicate that 108, um, oh, there's JD. There's our guy JD Turfway Downs. That's great. Um, if you can, <laughs> if you can, if I you can it. hit that 108 time again, then you can win this race. But I do think that Bell's the one is the class here. Sconson though is always ready for to put up a good effort. She just is. She's a great horse. Um, so I have uh, I'm five two three here. Um, which is uh, Bells of One, then Sconson, and then Ain't No Elmers uh, for me. I was thinking either like Oaklawn North, but I really want to come up with like a Los Al, like a Los Al joke. See, I was going the other way. Like what? Like Like Los Churchill or something. Like I think that would be really funny. I was thinking more of like Churchill got a Brazilian wax or something like that. You know, Los Iglesias, something like that. (laughs) Churchill lost its turf. (laughs) So it's going Uh. on. Razor burn Churchill or something like that. <laughs> this show is off the rails. <laughs> By the way, because I don't think we ever did. Uh, we're the horse racing happy hour, 23 minutes in. That's Mike Gandalfo Lure. If you're watching find, the show two years in, you can you know find who us the hell we at are. horse happy hour. <laughs> Time to re ID the show. Yeah, right. Oh, God. All right. Uh, <laughs> are we really doing this race, Seven Louis? Are we really doing this? Yeah, buddy. All right. The Louisville Throwback Society. Uh, right. Two hundred seventy-five thousand dollar listed stakes, six furlongs for the ma- for the boys this time with three year olds and up. Uh, well, the boys and girls, I guess the girls could be in this race too. Um, so uh, anybody that non-binary horses, go for it. Uh, six furlongs. 
they. They, they, them, horses. Is Dennis's moment a they, them, horse? Uh, that's the question. Is that a Ridgeling Pull. thing? I don't even know. Is that like... Uh, <laughs> Who do we like in this uh, six horse field here? Uh, we'll start with you, Louie. Sure. I, I agree with the morning line maker here. Obviously sees the same things I do in the PPs. This is a wide open sprint. And I think that just might the three on absolute fire right now ran a crazy good 107 at Colonial at this distance. And I understand that's at Colonial in a very different kind of class. You repeat a 107, you're winning a six for a long race, period. Even against a much better group of horses. Bango is five of seven lifetime at this distance. Should absolutely figure here. Um, and I think you leave Mighty Mischief the six with those connections off your ticket at your own peril. I'm three, five, six in the Thoroughbred Society. Um, tickets available, $275. <laughs> just in a, so, so you're taking the turf horse in this race with no turf, right? I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Megan, I mean, the one it? thing I will say about I'm not uh, I'm not taking just might on top, but I do like the fact that that race, even more so than the colonial race, fine, whatever. Uh, I don't really know who that horse be. But back at fairgrounds, there was a race that was taken off the turf at five and a half. And this horse ran a 101 best buyer speed figure of its life, one by five lengths that day and beat extravagant kid. And I think there was a few other decent horses in that field. So I, I would say that I almost go back to that. Um, Which way? Wait and, a second. I actually have to ask Mike. Which one do you think is the turf horse? Just Might's a turf Just horse. Just Might. He's a turf horse. The last time out was on dirt. At sure. But every, 21 out of 28 starts are on the turf. A 107 on the dirt. I'm just saying, like, that's if he can repeat that number. A 107. I don't see where he ran a 107 on the dirt. Okay. All right. Okay. You're back. I have a 94 buyer speed figure. Right. Yeah. He ran a, no, a 107, a minute seven. If he can oh, run minute a minute seven, seven. Okay. I'm sorry. If he there can run go. a minute seven in a six furlong race, he's going to win. Now, I don't know if Colonial translates to Churchill Downs. I don't, but 107 is insane. It's an insane six figure, six, uh, six furlong figure. It's insane. I like Bango. Go ahead. <laughs> Come um, at me, bro. Yeah, no. So I, I, I'm debating if I want to put Dennis's moment up Don't top there because I feel like this Don't is a it. horse that they really tried to figure out. Forty thousand uh, dollar like optional claiming that... came in second at Ellis Park. I mean, come on, yeah, hand timed. Yeah, not <laughs> Ellis Park hand timed. Right. Did not run on the expressway. <laughs> but so that... I will say that mighty mischief definitely piques my interest here, especially you know yeah, this horse has only finished first or second out of six races, so it certainly seems like they figured out this is a uh, colt that wants to sprint. He's more of like a, a classic into mischief, if you will, not this new breed of into mischief where they go a little bit longer. Um, and and so I love the fact that they've been working this horse pretty consistently at Saratoga over the Oklahoma training track, which is where Steve has his barn up there, and he's been firing a bullet almost every other work and last time they slowed him down mm. for three furlongs and 38 and two which is just mm. like a walk for him basically so i feel like this is a horse that's sitting on a lot of energy a really big race really big effort um you can't argue with the the connections like you said ricardo santana and uh, steve asmussen do very well here Ask at this Mustin. track so asmussen sorry i need to remember that i don't all know, of us need to how, however many so, years into this I, industry right. asmussen moquet who else are we gonna put a, can an you, extra? Can you imagine on? having Steve's resume and never saying anything about how <laughs> being the all-time all all trainer? You're like five wins from being the all-time North American trainer, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, you know, well, it's really ass wasn't. <laughs> it's Muslim. I mean, oh, that's insanity. Anyways, <laughs> no, no, but if you want to call me yes, Megan, it's okay. Megan D. Vin, go ahead. 
I get Devine a lot, so yeah. mm-hmm. I guess maybe I'll get Coati as we move forward, but yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought if you're playing, you know, the pick five or the pick three or whatever, this is a leg in which I would probably encourage you to spread. Mm, it seems, I agree with you, Louie, that this is like a, a pretty wide open event. So I think you, you probably, you know, shorten up and have a few, um, I, I think there's a, possible singles along the way but i think it's yeah, I, I went one six five three okay. with the five being uh bango i put in there as well and jd likes bango too he said bango wins and is going to make the breeders cup sprint field sadly that race is not a churchill oh, yeah, put so that thing up there i'm, I'm sorry man. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> he does love churchill he's not wrong about that at all he really does it was yeah, like uh sure. yeah, yeah at churchill Downs, lifetime, yeah uh, but set hit the boards uh all but once i think if yeah. i'm not mistaken yeah yeah, I mean, he's made uh, almost 400K just at Churchill. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's he's a monster. Yeah. All right, the next two races are, I know, race, uh, races that Louie and I absolutely love, and I'm sure Megan does as well. Uh, the Pocahontas, we're going to get a Oaks points race. Is it, is it an Oaks points race or not? Yeah. Didn't have, okay, yeah. I yeah. didn't see it. It didn't have on the uh It's on not the on, the, on the PPs, you're right. Yep. You're right. Uh, that's uh, the, a 10-pointer, yep. Am I crazy for liking the Indiana Grand Horse here, Joy Runner? No. I mean, I'm... I'm I'm loving that horse. I think so. Who who else do you all like? And I know we like the ones and twos on the ones and twos and stuff like that. We've seen that horse run before. Who else do we like here? I do like the two uh, goddess of fire, but go ahead, Megan. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. I love the two goddess of fire. Yeah, I, I think she ran huge on debut um, at Saratoga. You got to like that, especially in that those nice hundred thousand dollar maiden special weight races. This horse is actually a half to mind control as well. Mm. Who's a six time graded stakes winner and multiple grade one winner. So the yeah. bloodlines are certainly there for her. Um, you get Javier Castellano to come in and ride this one. And I just think the way she won that race on debut was uh, it, she did it in a mature fashion. Granted, she only won mm-hmm. by a neck. She sat off the pace and then was able to close. But I felt like the way she moved under Johnny Velasquez was indicative of a horse that has, you know, a lot of good things coming her way. So I, at six to one, especially for that I race, I think she's, I she's well worth it. Um, I like on one the ones that she's well. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, I think you have to. She she yeah. just seems like she's coming into this race really well. You know, sprints are out. Todd Pletcher wins at 23%. It seems like, you know, Mike, Mike Control was a sprinter, wasn't he? Right? Yes. 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 Yeah. But, um, you know, she seems like the kind of horse that the way she won that last race at six and a half furlongs, it feels like she probably could use more distance. So, um, and then on the ones and twos, I like as well. Um, some decent bold lines with this horse as well. The dam was, um, I think, placed in uh, two graded stakes when races but the fact that this one has some experience besides a maiden special weight race you've got the experience of the stakes race finish second finish six nowhere in the grade two had her on deck but you know didn't have the best start i don't know i guess you could have drum up a, a few excuses there um i i don't know that i would put her at five to two on top right um especially when you're talking about a mile on the 16th jimmy creed i feel like you get more of that you know, kind of sprinter mentality and, and that's what she's done so far. So I'm interested to see how she takes to the longer distance, but I don't think I'm, I'm, you know, confident enough, I guess, to put her, to put her up there. The other horse I think I'm interested in is the six Maxine machine, um, okay. who is switching over from turf. Granted it was at a mile at Ellis and one on debut. So that's kind of an, an interesting one for me because you get Florent Giroux to come ride. And uh, I feel like this is a sneaky good, you know, sh- she might have some, some dirt form to her there. And yeah, Brad, Brad Cox Brad only Cox. wins. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, he yeah, he only wins at 28%. 28%. Yeah. 
So at thirty one percent going turf to dirt, yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like you know, <laughs> at, again at six right. to one, and that right. that damn too, Emma's Encore uh, won the mm. Grade One prior S too, so she's a Grade One winner. And then you got Pioneer in the Nile on the sire side, so awesome. I, I feel like there's a few good horses in there for sure. Breeding season, y'all. I thought. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead, Louie. You gotta make your. No, I, it's interesting that Megan and I landed on the same horse at six to one on top of the two Goddess of Fire and all the Platcher, Platcher, Platcher. Good Lord, Platcher stats are good. Platcher. Platcher. Well, maybe that's how you say his name too. Yeah, you right. know, but we're just finding out. <laughs> no, I think so. <laughs> years <sorry>. later. Um, <laughs> actually, the, you... it's a the ch is a k sound. It's Platcher. Platcher. Twenty four percent with two year olds, twenty three percent going sprinter out, twenty three percent if they won their last race, and twenty two percent with Castellano. All those things add up. Um, six to one is a huge number. I also, I have no scientific evidence, but I feel like Pletcher's placing his horses as well as anyone this year, and so I don't think it's an accident that this is the filly that he sent. Um, I have the nine hidden connection as my second horse here, coming in off a of maiden win, first time out at Colonial. I don't know why I'm riding Colonial so hard, but a $51,000 made special weight. <laughs> Brett Calhoun and Ray Lou Gutierrez are hitting at 30% this year. And Calhoun hits at 19% sprints route. So I'm going to include the nine. I agree with Mike on the 11, Joy Runner. Um, coming in off two wins at Indiana Grand, a winner first time out, and then in an allowance. I'm including this horse because of that. But also, this is a gun runner baby. And good God, if those babies aren't hitting like crazy. And so I'm just going to include mm-hmm. there. Uh, 10 to 1 on the morning line for the, the 11 Joy Runner. I'll take that one, which is a fun way to play with the gun runner name because everyone else is using the word gun rather than runner. So good for them. And then uh, our boy. Well, isn't it also like, like run happy esque, right? Oh, yeah. Run happy, joy runner. It's kind of yeah, the same yeah. thing. There you go. Laura, Laura Warlers. 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 What was that? I don't know. <laughs> and then the eight, Miss Chamita is coming in. Uh, she's intriguing to me because she's already gone two turns twice. And I think she's well well slotted to be right in mid pack. Come from off that that pace. It's a keen ice baby. Um, that's a jump start mare. I think that with uh, trader uh, Michelle Dwaki hitting at nineteen percent with two year olds, she's my fourth pick. So I'm two nine eleven and eight here. See, so, yeah. beautiful Never thing about two year old races that I mean, yeah, it's two year old races. That you came, that you and I landed on the same top course is pretty remarkable, though. Uh, a few of them. I do not agree on the eleven or the eight. I think if you're going to take a ten to one horse, you take the the ten, Mark Cassie and Tyler Gaffleo, and the horse won by four lengths last time at the seven furlongs, and it's you know five furlongs, six furlongs, finished second, finished second, one seven furlongs, finished first by four lengths. This seems like the kind of horse. Granted, there I don't think there was a lot of competition that day, but it was a Saratoga over a good track, and totally. they actually went to go put this filly on the turf course, and then the race was taken off. Um, is that with a muddy track before off track? So I don't know if that speed right. was kind of fabricated because she did have the lead all the way around and then was untested, but you get Tyler Gaffley on a board who's riding so well right now. And you get Mark Cassie who does very well with horses like this. So I can't help but think that if you're going to take a 10 to one price, that maybe you, you take the 10. Shout out to good. Roger. Yeah. Watching I, I just, tonight, one of our most loyal fans totally appreciate uh, Roger being in. Hi, Roger. Uh, it, very appropriate that he would be here for the birthday show. Go I on. actually just kind of think <laughs> that people like Roger and other dads around the world are seeing that we're shirtless and they're just joining in the fun. Like, I, I just envision <laughs> it's just a bunch of shirtless you're, you're dudes picturing watching. Our audience shirtless 40-year-old people. What's happening? 40-year-old uh, guys just, you know, hanging around oh. watching, you know. Hanging out. Keep it clean. All right, so. <laughs> yeah, the creepy uh, level of the show. <laughs> Like Speaking of gun charts. gun runners who use the gun in the name, let's move on to the uh, the next one, which is the Iroquois. Um, you know, I did pick Guntown in my okay. in the ABR thing, uh, but we also talked about Pletcher. I also really like the Major General horse. 
and I think I might have can't remember if I put Bourbon Heights in there or not. So, uh, but I know that Gun Guntown was my top, and I think Major General was my second. So, uh, what do you all think about that race? I'm right there with you on Guntown at nine to two. Um, I mean, on the breeding alone, this is a two-year-old colt they bought for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. The reason being is because, obviously, Sarah by Gunrunner, who's doing very well right now with his um, first crop of horses, but this horse is also a half to Untappable who was yep. a two-time Breeders' Cup winner yep. and champion through Philly, and then also a half to Patio Prado, who won the greater, uh, I think it was a great winner on turf. And the dam, actually, Funhouse, was a great two winner on turf as well. So Let's think about they started that. this horse out. Wow. The half of yeah. the untappable, but the dam <laughs> is Funhouse. There we go. Right. right? Yeah. Well, and also, I think this is like, you know, this is definitely a dream horse for Winchell, who obviously yeah. owned Gunrunner as well and untappable. And so this is a horse who... I don't know if he, I didn't look if he owned Funhouse as well, but you know, the, the bloodlines mm. for this horse, you know, sired by Gunrunner, one of his best horses that he had. You have to think that he's like derby dreaming with horses like this just because of, you know, their history. So uh, I definitely like Guntown. And he, he's, he's done well. He started off and, you know, he had an okay third on debut. They stretched him out a little bit. He won by four lengths that day. I don't know that the competition was there at Ellis Park like it is in this field. So I, I think nine to two is a fair price on him for sure. But, um, but I just, I think that this is a horse that the whole barn is really hoping will do well. Um, you got Tyler Gaffley on a board, so that certainly doesn't hurt things at all. But, um, but yeah, I, I would say Guntown on top for me. But, but there's a few, a few nice horses in here. I mean, Stellar Tap, obviously, you have to include as well yeah, for Steve Askinson. You know, the fact that Ricardo is riding this one as opposed to the other one, maybe you look into that as well. <clears throat> he rode a, this horse on uh, debut, where the, they won by five lengths at Saratoga going seven furlongs. So, again, it's that same mentality of, like, that was such an easy win over the seven furlongs at Saratoga mile on a 16th is not going to be that much harder for this Agreed. horse. So Agreed. I think probably, you know, stellar tap might beat the, uh, the nine gun down, but I like both horses. And then I agree with you. I think the major general for Todd Pletcher certainly has to be included. Louie, am I wrong in thinking that for, and I, you know, it's always tough when you're looking at two year old races, right? I mean, sure. You look at, but th this just seems like it might be one of the deeper Iroquois fields that we've seen. I think it's very deep. I agree with you. Yeah. Actually. I So Megan and I have the same top two horses. Mine are flipped. I'm 69. She's 96. Um, I would include, I, I think the third horse here is Roger McQueen, the three, who's already won twice, including in that listed juvenile at Ellis. So it's already been in that kind of company, one at Ellis. By Unified, by the way, a son of Candy Ride. Uh, Gunrunner, also a son of Candy Ride. Candy Ride has turned out to be just an unbelievable sire. Um, and so... I think Sweet a two-turn race for this horse is not out of the question because we've seen Candy Ride's versatility as a sire, his sons uh, turning into lots of different kinds of horses. 10 to 1 on the morning line, love that number. Also, you get Adam Biscizza. We're fans of Biscuit on the show. And so um, I, if he keeps up his solid year, I don't know why Roger McQueen can't win here. I also, I'm interested. There's a maiden in this race. Bourbon Heist, the 11, entered here yet to win. Has been running in the highest maiden special weight level at Saratoga. Has been right there the last two races. Sometimes the stretch out for these kinds of horses turns into something. I would include the 11 Bourbon Heist because if he hits, I think that's when you look back and you go, gosh, it just makes sense that, you know, he's been competitive at the very highest level at Saratoga. <laughs> it makes sense that it would translate here. I totally agree about Pletcher and, eight, and Major General, the eight. And so... Six, nine, three, eleven, and eight. I like Stellar Tap more than Megan likes Guntown. So take that for what, whatever. There you go. How long before husband materials on the turf? <sighs> well, not at this track. So, no, not at this track. 
Oh, that else. was a real question. I thought you were making yeah, it's a, it's a pharaoh. You were making a sexual joke. I'm sorry. No, it's an American pharaoh horse. Okay. So yeah, the last thing. Uh, fun fact also, I yeah. rode the uh, brother, oh. the half brother to Bourbon Heist. It was a horse named Tribal Transit, but it wasn't very good. Only one ninety two thousand. By the way, have you all seen so. you all seen the Netflix Maybe that's why like, I didn't pick that one. <laughs> what? Have you all seen the Netflix special? What about the bur- about the Bourbon Heist? No. I've not. No, it's fantastic. Good? Yeah, it's a two part two part thing. By the it's, way, it's fantastic. Megan it's, deserves credit here. Because I can't remember if it was in text message or on the show, but Megan had gone to a sale and saw Gunrunner babies and said, holy crap. Oh, it was, it was in a text, actually. His babies look incredible, and they have turned out to be great horses. And so, Megan, shout out to you because you you saw a bunch of yearlings and you went, they're going to be something. And I think you saw a bunch like Gunite and that kind of thing where you saw those horses before they really started to get into training. And, and so... Shout out to Megan. She's got well, they're kind of they're kind of tricky because I remember them being really athletic um, in the way that they walked and everything. But but like when they stood up, you know, a lot of them were on the the petite side. I mm. thought you know Colts even, which you know sometimes you see a difference there between the Phillies and the Colts. But um, but yeah, I felt like they were all kind of small and compact. But he was that way. He wasn't a very big horse. He was right. very compact and you know, didn't really have a lot to him. He was strong, obviously, and super fast, but he, he wasn't like a big imposing type. You didn't walk up to him and you're like, whoa, you know, he wasn't one of those horses. So, so I don't know. Uh, it was, it was kind of interesting to see, you know, a body type like that and then, and then right. see them do so well on the track. Why is my cat yelling at me? Cause you have your shirt on. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> come here. You're terrible at birthday. Do you want to be on awesome. the show? Which you one is it? Be on the show? I'm allergic to cats. It's cat. Right. That's cat. Hi, cat. Okay, cat. so uh, we're gonna nice we're, gonna, we're gonna move on to the uh, tenth race, and uh, this is a mile and sixteenth again on the dirt because that's all we're doing. Four hundred thousand dollar race. It is the Great Thing Locust Grove, and uh, this is another great field. I mean, Lady Kate's in this race. We got Amvutante. Uh, she dares the devil. Uh, who, who, which way are we going here? Let's start with uh, let's start with Louis. Megan, where is Locust Grove in Louisville? I don't remember. Okay. It's right off Blank and Baker. Yeah, right off. Close Browns to Road. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So, who do you like? Man, this is a long sequence. And so, I'm going to single She Dares the Devil and take my Ooh, chance. Wow. Um, tough field for sure. Um, I think Avutan is a really, really nice horse. I do not find her to be on the same level as She Dares the Devil. And so, um, agree. You know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, it's interesting about watching these races and where horses are training because of the of the construction there are far fewer horses at churchill downs than usual and uh and she dares the devil's actually been working at ellis park and um there was another one earlier that's been working at indiana and it kind of caught my as has uh monomoy girl yeah right so, has been at ellis park been with and, uh, jorge as assistant over at ellis park yes and so it's kind of interesting to watch super high level horses and and it's not honestly it's not a it's not a knock on on Indiana Grand, which I love going to, but it's it's just it's a it's it's or Ellis Park, excuse me. It's just interesting to see that you know, freaking she dares the devil's hanging out in Henderson, Kentucky, which is cool. But I I I think Megan and I would agree that once in a while with these tickets, especially, you just pick the class and you look. I, I think she's like a seventy percent, seventy five percent chance to win the race, and so if she wins it three out of four times, then I'm just going to single her. So. I, I think so too. I mean, especially like I talked about, if you are spreading in that first leg of the pick five, which I. I 
thought was a genuine possibility. I think you have to take a race like this and try to shorten things up if you want right. to play a, an affordable ticket. And I think right. this is probably your best chance to do so because you, you just talked about how, you know, how diverse you think that the two-year-old races are. So in that sure. case, you're probably going to take a few horses there too. This might be one of your only like pretty confident chances to single. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. Okay. Now there are two cats. You got two cats? <laughs> she doesn't have two cats. That gray one is a, a is a gem. What's his that name? That brick wall just moved. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's all a facade. Oh my gosh. I'm just mind blown. <laughs> Did you look at the, the allowance the last race, Megan? No. Okay. Do you want to give a quick pick there? there? It, was, it wasn't right. on the show sheet. I get it. Just a quick pick so people can fill out the quick uh the pick five. Okay. One, two, five, right, and I'll six. Look really quick. Um, which Metagli is a horse that I cannot figure out. If that horse wins, I'll be really upset. That's the two. Uh, Arabian Prince has only ever run five times, uh, has won at Churchill Downs, has hit the board three times. I would include as well. Jennings has only ever run twice. And uh, Dead Heat for second, first time out at Churchill, then went and broke his maiden at uh, at Ellis Park this year in July, coming back to run against non-two-lifers here. And then Flint Ridge, similar situation, breaks his maiden at Saratoga, cutting, coming in to run here after having tried first time out at Churchill Downs, both at the hundred, essentially $100,000 maiden level. So one, two, five, and six would be the four horses I would include at the end of the ticket. So you don't use the, the four for Asmussen and, <clears throat> and Santana and Calumet. I think there's a reason Ask, that not the horses... not going to happen for me, Mike. 19, <laughs> 19 runs and hasn't won in the last two years. That's why I'm not using accession, correct? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just fair. Has won at Churchill Downs if you want to do that, but that was a maiden so long ago that it's no longer on the PPs. So there you, there you go. go. There you go. Saquon Barkley breaking off a long run. There you go. Gi Giants are winning right now. Seven nothing. Andy Sweeney's happy. Andy Sweeney's flipping out. There you go. Andy Sweeney is a happy oh my dad should be happy. He's a Giants fan. Yeah, dad's in town, by the way. Big time. Dad's in town. He's outside doing manual labor right now. So is he? Mucking stalls. Yeah, I think he's, I, no, he's, he's not the biggest fan of our radio staining. shows. Giving giving the birth to deer. Well, I think so. I mean, this is Birding where he deer. found out that I got engaged. So. <laughs> right. He's the show, though. Yeah. 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 He seems to be. For yeah, sure. Texted in using he, that text he, line. He texted. Yeah. <laughs> UPS right, just jobs text line. If you want to partake in the UPS jobs tech line on uh, on Monday, Louie and I will be answering those, or Louie will be answering them. I'll be. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what I'll be doing. I'll be at. I'll be there. You know. So I laughed because Megan and I did the show, and so I put a show sheet together so that Megan, you know, would have an idea of what we were doing, and you know, yeah. guess. And when you host, there's just there's no show sheet. I mean, it's just Mike's there. There's ideas, um, and you just well, have to react to Mike. It's I'm like, sure we're going to talk about the uh, the epic collapse of the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> They're so bad. It's, <laughs> they're so uh, reds, I should say. It's so, so it's bad. so reds. It's so brand. It's so reds. It's so perfect. Uh, oh, we got man. we'll have a, a weekend of college football and pro football to and actually they've got some pretty big high school football games going on tomorrow night. You it's know insane. what? The Reds are the Emperor, and the Emperor has no clothes in keeping with the theme of this episode. Keep okay, on. there you go. Yeah. Uh the hosts have no clothes. That's what we'll name the episode. Uh <laughs> the uh you know, we'll talk a little bit about that. It's gonna be Sanic Trinity Week. I don't know if anyone else cares about that. Yeah. But you know it's a big deal. So, there and then nope. Megan's Trinity will be 3 coming care. into that game and beat Saint X by thirty. Yeah, so. No, 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 not this year. Saint X is good. So oh, good. we'll see. Yeah. 
Good. That rivalry needs to get better because they San Diego gave Mail everything they wanted. I mean, and Mail's oh, okay. uh, Mail's definitely the and Mail and Trinity play tomorrow night. Louisville so. high school football talk. Let's go. There it is. <laughs> you know, Megan, are you going on Saturday scores. night? I don't know. My Probably wife is not. coming. Oh, okay. Ooh. Well, then I might. <laughs> what did you do? Like, moving your hips differently or something? What's going on there? I All right. don't know how that's any of your business. I think right. I went to Disney and was a good sport the whole week. I think my wife oh. went one oh. night at the so track. So there she yeah, can. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going I to the to, Kentucky's football game. Let me end this show and stop. All right. Are you going? You're going to Kentucky on Saturday? I'm going to Kentucky's football game Saturday. Yeah. And a then, little uh, Chattanooga action. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really want to go, but my daughter's like, hey, let's go have a daddy daughter day. It's like, oh, it's also 80 degrees and perfect. It's going to be perfect. Yeah, perfect. Beautiful. It's going to be perfect. Yeah. yeah, right. So it's going to be all right. All right. Hey, uh, we'll happy end the anniversary, show. the crazy two of you. I know, Megan, that it's uh, actually like your 16 month anniversary, but uh, thanks for carrying us to two years and doing the whole You're thing. You're welcome. Mike, thanks for having all the equipment and broadcasting everything in that cat. <laughs> it's so much cat movement. Oh, man. There's going to be thousands of people who listen to the podcast the next couple of days that are like, what's cat movement? Anyways. Um, <laughs> never thought I'd do a horse racing podcast. Here we are. Thanks for listening. All right, Hi, we'll Mike. see you next time. Let's pay the tab. Hi, did you clean? Did you clean the glasses yet? We'll pay the tab and we'll get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Horse Racing Happy Hour. <laughs>